To love learning. To laugh. To love. To be loved. To see beauty. To understand. To bring grace. To the things that matter most. This is Psychology America with Dr. Alexandra. Welcome to my show. For every life stage, we have questions. Let's enhance our lives together as we explore the things that matter most. This episode is dedicated to internationalforgiveness.com, where you can go to find out about the physical and mental benefits of forgiving. One of the physical benefits that I find amazing are that you can increase the amount of blood flow around your heart when you forgive someone. I find that just fascinating. Today's episode is four practices to chill out when anxiety creeps in. And my guest is Hillary Grennan. Hi, Hillary. Hi, how are you? It's wonderful to have you. Oh, it's an honor to be here. Thank you so much for having me. Hillary is wearing a beautiful flowy dress. Thank you very much. <laughs> Hillary, can you please introduce yourself? Okay, sure. No problem. I am a licensed clinical social worker, uh, certified clinical treatment anxiety professional. So I've been working in the field for well over, what, 2008 or so? So in the social work field, yeah. And you're a mother. And I'm a mother of three, so I'm pretty busy most of the time. Yes, and you recently, on top of everything, delved into new learning with Stephen Hayes about acceptance and commitment therapy. I did. I took the immersion course, the ACT Immersion course, uh, finished, well, I started about in January and uh, finished a few months ago, and it was a, an amazing course to take. I learned a lot from Stephen Hayes. I uh, definitely recommend it. <laughs> yeah, I just love acceptance and commitment therapy. And um, listeners, if you haven't heard it yet, I had an interview on this show with Stephen Hayes, and he talked about love and loss. Yeah, I heard that one too. That was a good one. <laughs> yeah, thank you. So this is going to be a shorter episode and it's going to be about four practices to chill out when anxiety creeps in. I think a lot of us fear and push away the anxiety. So I, I wanted to bring in some steps on how to tolerate it mm -hmm. and get through our day. And not necessarily push it out. Not push it out. Because it can be very uncomfortable for many. It is uncomfortable. And it's also a paradox that psychology has taught us that we should not tell the anxiety to go away. Most definitely. Because obviously it comes back even stronger when we do, when we push it away. That's right. So, you know, I really wanted to discuss the importance of tolerating the anxiety and not get rid of it. And teaching our bodies and our brain that although it's uncomfortable, it's not harmful. And we want to get through our day using our values as a guide. Beautiful. So let's begin. Okay. What's the first one? All right. Well, the first one is just breathe. And I know that can sound very cliche when people just say, just breathe. But I think a lot of times we go through the day not recognizing or realizing that we haven't breathed. That we are just going through like... <sighs> Like all day long. <laughs> yeah. So really just to stop and refocus and reset and just breathe for a moment. And I have two breathing exercises that maybe you're familiar with, but I, I just wanted to bring them to the table because I think that they could be very helpful. Sure. 
One is very simple, but it's just smelling the roses and blowing out the candles. So that is just a very <laughs> that simple, <sounds> good. <laughs> very simple uh, breathing exercise. So, you know, but it kind of just gets you in a sense of, you know, you can think of obviously smelling the roses and blowing out the candles hmm. and just, it's very simple. That'd be good for children too. I do that a lot with children. Yeah. I do that. I teach that skill a lot with the, the kids because then they can mm-hmm. really visualize it. Another one is activate your um, senses. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So. Oh, wait. Are we out of breathing? No, this is breathing. Oh, this is part of the breathing. Yeah. Okay. So what's yeah. this one? So this is um, breathing in, count of four, and out of four, but while breathing using all your five senses. So while breathing, kind of noticing what you smell, what you feel, what you touch, what you taste, and what you see. And just sitting there while breathing, though, it's really it's really important so that you're breathing. With each in and out, you do a different sense. Yes. Okay. Although, you know, sometimes just even looking around the room, just kind of feeling, you know, your clothing that you're wearing, you know, taste. You know, it just kind of helps ground you and brings you to the present moment. Yeah, for a moment. You know, until you could figure out what do I need to do next with this anxiety. I like the structure of that, of thinking of all the senses while you're breathing. Definitely, yes. It's very important while you're doing that to breathe. So breathe mm-hmm. in, breathe out for four seconds. Mm-hmm. What's number two, Hillary? Um, number two is uh, thought diffusion. Okay, what's that? So thought diffusion is a concept that I've learned greatly from the ACT course that I took with Stephen Hayes. And it's really learning how to create a distance between you and your thoughts. You know, a lot of times our thoughts are running through our mind day in and day out, and we attach meaning to it all the time. So it's really creating a space between you and your thoughts, recognizing what is important and is this spam mail. So I like to kind oh. of, you know, like thinking about it, the the email box, you get emails all the time, right? You know, and it's always, sometimes you'll see things in bold, bold lettering, you know, and you think it's, oh my God, what is this? But it's really nothing. But that's what our brains tend to do to us a lot. Yeah. <laughs> so it's creating a distance between you and your thoughts. And there are some exercises that I wanted to bring up to you to maybe would be good help for the listeners. Yeah, share with the listeners. Um, So this one is obviously from Acceptance Commitment Therapy from Stephen Hayes, and this is Leaves on a Stream. So really, this is a calming one where I like where you could just really sit there while breathing and just imagine each thought going onto a leaf and just floating down into the, the stream away. You know, just slowly going away from you. And that could be very helpful for not attaching the thoughts to us and just kind of letting it go. Um, Another one is singing it out loud. (laughs) Singing the worry thought out loud. Yeah. So singing a song to it, making up a song with the thought. Um, The purpose is not to get rid of the thought, but just to teach your brain that it's just a thought. Mm -hmm. So the more you say something over and over again, it becomes less powerful. So I love that. So Um, yeah, I guess as a diffusion technique. 
I love the idea of singing it to take away some of the edge because we're talking about anxious thoughts here. Definitely, definitely. And that's an exposure exercise, most definitely, too, because a lot of times we don't want to verbalize or say what our fears are, yeah. right? But if we could teach our brain, I'm going to say it out loud, and I'm going to sing a song with it. And it often sounds so ridiculous just saying it out loud, let alone singing it. Definitely. 100%. <laughs> I like that. So some, I, I like that one. That's a, you know, that's a hands-on. You could really just get it out. And obviously, when we say it out loud, a lot of times it becomes less powerful. Certainly. All right, so what's number three? Um, This is called the RAIN technique, which is um, a mindfulness approach from dialectical behavioral therapy. So I'm going to, I know that if those of you are driving and whatnot, probably can't write it down, but I'm just going to break it up and hopefully it will sit with you. Yeah, just at the end, you'll summarize. Yeah. So it's RAIN, R-A-I-N. R-A-I-N. Okay. So RAIN starts with just recognizing your emotion. So what are you feeling? What am I feeling right now? Am I feeling sad? Am I feeling worried? How's my body responding to this emotion? So do I feel my heart palpitating out of my chest? Do I feel nauseous? You know, just kind of recognizing what's going on right now. And A stands for acceptance. So not doing anything with it, just sitting with it, Letting the feelings and thoughts for a moment just be as they are and not push it away. So really just sitting with it and learning. It's a tool just to sit with it because a lot of times we just want to push it away. So investigate is stands for I. Okay. So I've seen in different writings for RAIN that investigate could be two things. For example, okay. one thing could be investigate is what's leading me to feel this way? Mm-hmm. You know, are there events connected to this? Are there any vulnerabilities that are part of this issue right now that I'm feeling this anxiety? So, example, hunger, sleeplessness. Oh, yeah. You know, oh, I think it's really point. important for us to f- recognize that because sometimes we go through the day not realizing that we're anxious because we just didn't eat lunch or breakfast, <laughs> you know? Oh, not that I've I- realized that about myself. Yeah. And I think people should be aware. So when you talk about not sleeping, certainly that has an impact on our mood, right? But there are other rhythms like circadian rhythms, menstrual cycles have an impact on mood. So I like that. I is for investigate. Investigate. Another meaning for I, um, I've read also too in some areas, is more of just kind of not actually investigating the rhyme or reason for the feeling, but just sort of saying, oh, I'm noticing that this thought is making me feel this way. You know, so mm-hmm. that could be another way too. Okay. And N stands for non-identification. So not defining these emotions or thoughts as your identity. Okay. So recognizing I am not my anxiety. So instead of saying, you know, I am anxious right now, you can say, my body is feeling some anxiety symptoms right now. Mm-hmm. I'm feeling my you know, heart palpitating really fast. I feel nauseous right now. You know, What can I do to help nurture myself right now in this situation? So N is not identifying, more like it's similar to observing. Yeah. And not attaching, not labeling your symptoms as who you are. Yes. Very good. Yeah. So I think that's really important. Also, in the end, too, it's important while doing that 
to nurture yourself. So I've had um, I've read exercises where you could put your hand on your heart and say something gentle your- to yourself mm. during that stage. Oh, how sweet. Yeah. So just so saying I love you to yourself, you know, it just... I love that idea with your hand on your heart. Yeah. Because a lot of that time and that, you know, nine when we do identify ourselves as anxious, right? We're criticizing ourselves or judging ourselves. So really taking that away and nurturing ourselves. Beautiful. So before we go to the fourth one, just summarize what RAIN was. Okay, sure. So it's recognize, accept, investigate, and non-identification. Or nurture. And it's also nurture. Yes. Okay. Okay. Wonderful. So uh, we're doing four practices to chill out when anxiety creeps in. And here is number four. Here's number four. And it sounds pretty easy, but it, it can be very hard when you're stuck in anxiety mode. But it's just refocusing. So it's really getting up and moving. And it gives your brain something else to do. And it trains your brain that you can handle anxiety while getting up, moving, exercising, talk, calling up a friend, doing, getting on through the day. So that could be really helpful too. So does refocusing mean pivoting to something else actionable? Because every all the examples you're giving are action. That definitely can be extraordinarily helpful. I do want to say though that you could use all these skills. You know, you could do one, two, three, and then four to refocus. If, see, number four, I think, is really important after you realize what you're feeling and after you sit with yourself for a moment and kind of say, okay, what am I feeling right now? It's not to, oh my God, I'm feeling anxiety right now. I can't stand this. I'm going out for a run. You know, it is after you actually recognize and sit with it for a moment and sort of... I'm so glad you mentioned that. Because because it's not avoiding it. Yes, you're not avoiding it. You have already recognized it's you've already accepted the emotions, so you're not running away from them, literally. 100 percent. Right. Okay. <laughs> okay. No, I know it sounds it can sound a little bit misleading, but once you recognize that after you sit with your thought or sit with your, you know, bodily sensations and kind of recognize, you know, is this what purpose is this serving me right now? Is there meaning to this? You know, is there something that I can I problem solve this right now? No, it's my anxiety, or no, you can't problem solve this. You just need to accept it. Then just to kind of go through the day with it mm-hmm. and teach your brain that you can tolerate it. Nice. And I think you and I would both agree that the greatest way to refocus in action is something aligned with your deepest values. Most something definitely. you feel good about as far as your, your, who you want to be in this world. Most definitely. I think sometimes just getting out, calling a friend or doing something that promotes wellness to yourself, you know. And others. And others. Yeah. And others. That's even a better way to get out of your head. Definitely. I think going to what you value the most throughout your day, whether it just get up, get dressed, go out for a walk or go to work, you know, whatever serves us, despite having that icky, icky feeling of anxiety throughout the day. Right, right. And which of these have you found to be most helpful to you? Good question. Lately, let's say. Have you used any of these lately? Oh, yes, definitely. I've used these tools, especially right now um, with my son leaving 
the nest. Um, going off to California for college has been a quite a transition of grieving <laughs> and uncertainty. So mm. really uh, trying to stay in the present moment as much as possible. I will say I didn't add this in, but I think it's also part of just the part of the process is gratitude. Oh, so yes. through this, despite having our anxieties, um, really recognizing what is important to us. So I've been really doing that on a daily basis of trying to, okay, well, we talk every day, although he's far, far away, you uh, know, we can still FaceTime each other every day and he picks up the phone. So uh, that's something that's really important to me. <laughs> I feel for you and I, I get it. Yeah. As Rebecca went through this a couple of years ago. When she went to Florida. When she, right? Well, first she went to, to school at Rutgers and oh, then she okay. transferred. Yeah. It is. It's hard. It's, you don't think <laughs> yeah. of it. I have a lot of my people in my life are dealing with kids that are younger. So I, I don't have a lot of friends that are in, go, have 18 year olds and 19 year olds, you know? So it's, it's hard to relate. How long ago did he leave? Um, in July. Okay. Yeah. So in July. So it's taking some time. Hillary, thank you so much for coming on the show and sharing this. And this is going to be helpful to a lot of people. So thank you for sharing of yourself. Oh, no, of course. I, like I said, I'm honored that you brought me on. And thank you so much for this opportunity. It's, it's a pleasure to have you. And before we get off, how do people find you? Sure, no problem. Um, I work at LiveWell Psychology Center. So you can go online at livewellpsychologycenter.com. And you can find my biography and a little bit about me. Thanks again. Okay, take care. Be well. Bye. This show is proud to offer free and open access to learning about psychology to listeners all over the world. If you have found any value from this or other episodes and would like to support the production costs of this show, visit buymeacoffee.com forward slash Dr. Alexandra. That's Dr. Alexandra to buy her a coffee, leave a comment or share show ideas. Also support the show by leaving an awesome rating on iTunes. Click on the Psychology America icon in your phone. Click See All Episodes and scroll down to the very bottom to find ratings and reviews. 